This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Dort Podcast with Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Red Right Hand Von Dead Dyke, and he is promo code Ron Von D. Private David, fuck all hail, the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm good. So I, they used that song in Dumb and Dumber too, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, I remember because I remember I was telling the wife about as we were watching Scream. I was like, they used. She's like, this movie, this song's been in every Scream, and I was like, it's also been in Dumb and Dumber. I don't. Think like, I don't think was, that's right. I don't think it was in Scream Four. I could be wrong. I don't think it was in there. No, should have been. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been. How are things? Things are good. You know, but, we're just trucking right along. You another know? day, another dollar. Another day. Yeah, more money, more problems. <laughs> Price sake. You, you, <laughs> can say, you can say that again. Well, we yep. have a jam-packed episode, so let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. This week in yeah! Right, we got the first three episodes of the HBO Max series Peacemaker, of course, the John Cena show from the suicide squad have you watched all three episodes i have watched the first two and i am very impressed with this show so far great yes i love it it's full go it's uh if you like the suicide squad and we both did it was our movie of the year Mm -hmm. and hell peacemaker was actually our character of the year yes and so he gets his own spinoff show it is written and directed by james gunn who of course did the movie also did guardians of the galaxy and it is very much him. It is like an R-rated Guardians is basically what you got. It's right. full Peacemaker, right? Like we were saying full last week, full, full MacGruber. It's full MacGruber. It's full Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And John Cena is perfect for this character. The one thing I was worried about, which has already been proven to be, I don't need to be worried about it, was the supporting cast. Because yes. it's not the Suicide Squad. It's Peacemaker a couple of people that worked for Waller, a couple of new characters. So I'm like, all right, how is this going to be? I kind of like the dynamic so far, and I'm I'm pretty fascinated to see where it goes. I'm fascinated. I say again, I'm only two episodes in, so they might have addressed this in the third, but the character who plays Vigilante, who's like his sidekick. Awesome. I think that kid's going to be good. Um, the, yeah. set, the first time you meet him, I won't give it away, but there he has this exchange with a coworker that's like the most awkward, funny thing. It's great. He's yeah. re- you haven't even been to episode three yet. So Vigilante's no. great. And that's a real DC character. These are all real DC characters. Uh, and it's good. The character of uh, Harcourt, who yes. worked for Argus, was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Was one of the people there. And now she's being punished. And that was like sort of the ending of it. And then so she has to work with Peacemaker. Did you know, Ryan, that she is in a long-term relationship with James Gunn? I did not know that. But I did know um, that she is very talented. Um, yep. And had the show come out, she could be a candidate for a certain category 
next 100 percent. and one of the things i find fascinating about her and i love watching dance sequences so the the opening credits of peacemaker is this amazing choreographed dance yeah and it's clear that she has had some dance training because Correct. nobody can dance but yep. her she can dance yeah dance if she wants to she can leave her friends behind <laughs> and it's funny yeah. because the whole thing's supposed to be bad but she's trying really hard to not be good and she's still yeah. good at it she and she's excellent in this like she's yes. not just quite fetching but she is a very very good character in this but yeah i had no idea who she was so i looked her up and i'm like oh she's go she's been going out they're like she's like james gunn's partner i don't think they're married but they've been together since like 2015 common law wife james gunn also was married to pam beasley from the office for like eight years i didn't know that yeah, yeah. and he so directed a couple episodes of the office got it so yeah, so those two are an item, and so she is, uh, she's good. But yeah, the sporting cast is good. So I'm all in on Peacemaker, and it's good to have another couple of shows, like weekly shows, to watch. Yes. So I got Righteous Gemstones. I watch every Sunday. Peacemaker. I watch every whatever it was coming out on Thursday. Wednesday, I'm watching the Book of Bubba Fett every week. Sure. Three episodes in. Where are you at on Book of Bubba Fett? So I I like it. I okay. think it's a little bit campier. It's a little bit um. Uh, kid friendly than Mandalorian, which you'd think it would be the other way. Um, right. This one, the latest episode was confusing. I thought we were going somewhere nice. We're kind of tracking nicely. Yeah. And then this third episode, directed by Robert Rodriguez, kind of like it's weird. There's yeah, a the weird. Half, it's kind of a, it's like, what are we doing here? And again, not I, we're not spoiling anything right now, but there's a cameo in this one, and I think this character is going to show up a couple mm -hmm. more times because of who he is. That is a 100% Robert Rodriguez ad, and he, I love this guy. Yeah, but he doesn't really fit. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. It's you know what I'm talking fit. about. Yeah. yeah, no. And what he's doing is he's an important character in a sense because of yes. what he's doing. Um, so you're gonna see him again, but it doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah, it's one of those shows that I like. I like just experiencing anything in the Star Wars universe. But it's not as good as The Mandalorian at all. Not yet. No. I don't know. Because I'm not in love with a lot of the characters. Like, at least with The Mandalorian, especially this last season, where they brought in, like, the Ahsoka Tano one-off. They brought in, like, the Bo-Katan one-off. Like, they brought in some of that stuff. So far, this one's kind of eh. So you, know, you know who needs his own spinoff show? Right now is Black Chrysanthemum. Oh, yeah. The, the Wookiee? He, yeah. he needs his own show. He's a bad mamma jamma. Yep. Yeah. They should just do like a full out bounty hunter show because if the Mandalorian's not really a bounty hunter anymore and Boba Fett's not a bounty hunter anymore, you're getting away from some of the cool oh. stuff that they do. I would love to see a Star Wars bounty hunter show with um, who's the pistolero there, the blue guy, Cad um, Bane. Cad Bane. Cad yeah. Bane would be sick. Mm -hmm. Get a show like that, and then you could get this big giant Wookiee in there too, mm -hmm. and they could either be. I mean, they don't really work together because he you know, can't trust the other guy, but it'd be. And then you could bring um, M oh, Amelia Clark back in. You could do like the whole yes. thing with the Crimson, yep. uh -huh. Crimson Dawn. You can yep. do all that, that stuff. Why not? But, I, don't, I don't see why not. Uh, also on the Disney Plus, uh, coming out later this year is going to be Moon Knight. And in fact, tonight, Ryan, not the timestamp, but we, we record these on Monday nights. People know that. Uh, during this Monday night football match, they are going to put a Moon Knight trailer on there, the first full trailer. So that might come out while we're doing the episode yeah. or it might come out right afterwards, but we'll certainly tweet it out at Dork Podcast. I got it on monitor two right here. Good. Yep, I got Just it on the old it, yeah. 
big screen in front of me here. Nice. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, should be good. Right. Uh, the Batman. We got mm-hmm. news since our last episode that it will be rated PG-13. And you know what it sounds like to me? What does it sound like? It's a cash grab. It's a fucking cash grab. Yeah, you know what it is? This Batman grab. stuff. Like, do the old stuff. Cash like this, this, this PG-13, that's for jocks. Do the old stuff. <laughs> do the old stuff. I'm all, I'm honestly not surprised because I think this is a, you can do people don't want to hear it, but you can yes. still do really good PG 13 yes. comic book movies. All of Marvel is PG 13. I know there's been some great things like Deadpool and Logan that were rated R, but the Batman shouldn't and doesn't really kill people for one. Right. Just don't say fuck. Don't pull your cock out of your pants. Don't show a bunch of nipples. Don't show penetration. Don't, don't like blast nips. Don't blast nips and take it a little easy on the blood. And you got yourself a PG thirteen movie, right? You can still tell mature storyline. You you know get yeah. you know good storylines in PG thirteen. Again, no mature. I, so quick plug. I was on. I did a um, news dump with Goo uh, recently. So we talked about this. And one of the things I brought up is like there's been several delays with this movie due to COVID and due to illness and due to production yeah. stoppages. So that costs money. They need to make their money back. Yeah. And this is definitely going to be in the theater. They want people to go see it. If Spider-Man has shown us anything, it's that we can still make money in theaters. So oh, yeah. we need to make that well, money even back. This, even the topic du jour made a lot of money. And that was a January movie. And it's sure made did. a lot of money. So and a long weekend. The other thing with Batman is, mm-hmm. uh, well, what was the movie? Every year we, like during Halloween or Dorktober, we talk about, I think Sinister was a PG-13 movie. Like there's yeah. some crazy ones that you're like, how the fuck was that? It's because they didn't swear. There was no like overt sex stuff and whatever. So they can still make it pretty damn creepy. Yeah, as people in the chat are saying, the whole Nolan verse was or Nolan trilogy was PG right. 13. Right. So I'm not freaking out about it. I think it'll still be, I think it'll still be fine. Or no, more it'll than fine. fine. I mean, my expectation is higher than fine. But I'm saying this won't this to me won't ruin it. No, 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 no. Definitely yeah. not. Uh, Ryan, have you begun Afterlife Season 3, which is out on Netflix right now? I did. And tip my hand, I was going to mention it later in the in the podcast, but you put it in the in the thing. Um, one of the best, a new character shows up who's been mentioned before, and he was everything I wanted him to be. Where? How many episodes have you seen? Have you watched the whole thing? Just one. Just one so far. And right. uh, I loved seeing Mickey the Gypsy. <laughs> Finally seeing Mickey the Gypsy and what's his name's wife? Uh, Brian Gittens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought the first, I've seen three episodes. Yeah. And there's only six. So I'll finish it mm-hmm. like this week. The first two episodes, I was like, all right, like the show's not as funny or as sad because it's both. Like it's both yeah. ends of the spectrum. I'm like, all right, it's neither so far to me. There is a <laughs> conversation in the third episode. That I guarantee you, you will shit your pants laughing. Okay, it is good. obviously Brian Gittens. Yes. Obviously him. And he's and having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. He's having a <laughs> conversation with the kid telling him a story. And it is amazing. Is it, going, like- is it soundboard worthy? Yes. Okay, good. I can't wait. Yeah, it is. I didn't. I, I like butchered it trying to tell it to my wife who mm-hmm. hasn't seen the show. And the other thing with Brian Gittins is like the actor, like his cadence is so hysterical. So good. So I butchered you watch that and barely watch got Derek? to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Derek. Yeah. He as him as Kev, he had the best lines in so the, whole, good. the whole show. Yeah. No, but I did such a disservice and I just told I like 
tried to spit out the punchline and she still like <laughs> laughed out loud and i did a horrible job mimicking it so wait till you see it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about it's outrageous billy the cunt aids oh that guy's in it <laughs> i know i can't wait the nonce and uh ratty and the nonce they show up yeah <laughs> Uh, good news, Ryan. Will Forte, a.k.a. McGruber, is going to be hosting SNL this week. I like to take old biddies and punch and mocks. They have to do Everyone. a McGruber thing, right? McGruber! He has a drink or two each night, but it doesn't affect his job. McGruber! The guy's a social drinker! McGruber! So, actually, funny story about that. So, last week, we did McGruber. So, you can check out the TV show recap on uh, the in hashtag dork. And so, on YouTube... It's like random how YouTube works and like you'll get copyright strikes every once yes. in a while for stuff. And like when Davies stream video games, they're very anal about like music that you play and, and whatever. And usually it doesn't mean you have to take this thing down. It just means you can't monetize it. And we don't really right. make money off of this thing anyway, but whatever. I got an email that said last week's episode, there was a copyright strike. So I'm like, ah, had to be the fucking five minute Kristen Wiig song that I played. Right. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I get it. Fine. Whatever. We won't make $2 off this episode. Right. But I went through, I clicked on the email and then it, it had the timestamp of when it was. And it was like super early in the show. And I'm like, what? So I clicked on it and it was the fucking apology song from the guy in court got flagged for somebody's monetize. Somebody owns the rights to that guy's song. That has to be some sort of like genius thing that people do. Like if something's going to go viral, yeah, somebody they owns copyright it or some, someone owns the rights to it. Like, that's genius. Did you know, like, I first started hearing about that. You know, Gene Simmons owns the trademark for the term OJ. So when you're referring to orange juice as OJ, you get you pay Gene Simmons. Well, stop saying it then. I, I just said it a couple times. Yeah. Well, now you owe him at least 10 cents. Mm -hmm. Cut the shit there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there's certain stuff. We get emails like for radio. Like, there's certain people who are super anal about their things you gotta be real disney disney is notorious disney for that. Is, there's Disney's one crazy. that i don't even want to say i'm not even gonna get i'm not even gonna go there i don't want to bring it up but uh yes apparently that that apology guy which we play on gresham keith all the time so yeah i, I was yeah. thinking too have you heard like there's um if you get a disney tattoo and like take a picture of it like they flat they ding you for that too like they'll come after you for that like a disney character or like yes the logo both he's getting a logo if you could get any fictional character not if you could if you did get any fictional character tattooed on your body who would it be and why and where <laughs> who would it be <laughs> and where huh. and how big i don't know that's a I, i'm trying to get rid of tattoos at this point i'm not trying to you know yeah. trying to get any more all right how about but. this you get to cover up one of your tattoos <laughs> with a giant face of somebody <laughs> I'm thinking i'll get Ross the steve I think I'm Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. I like Roger Rabbit. Um, you get a tattoo of Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Someone said in the, the, the monkey statue. <laughs> <laughs> CT Rebel coming with the monkey statue. Yeah, I would do that. Be, big monkey right cool. on my chest. Right on my chest. Yep. Ryan, our first episode of The Puppet Show is probably already planned out as coming yes. out this Friday on uh, Apple TV is Fraggle Rock Back to the Rock. And so we tweeted out a trailer for this on at Dork Podcast on Twitter. Looks awesome. It's Looks fucking awesome. Fraggles are great. Fraggles are great because you know what? They get in the outside. Uh, 
was it traveling Matt? Uncle Traveling Matt goes out in the world. He teaches you about stuff very yeah. poorly. Uncle Matt or whatever it is. Traveling yeah. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. He's out there getting it done. He's got mm -hmm. his little, he looks like a little like Lewis and Clark out yeah. there. He's out there in the world. Is the trash heap back? I didn't see the trailer yet. Trash heap's got to be back. And all fraggles eat are radishes. So it's not like they're even cutting into your diet. And what are the thing, the big things called that they go in their garden? Oh, those fucking guys. What is it? I forget their names. See, this always, is the stuff we need on puppet shows. They wind up throwing them down the well and they yeah. land in the water. Yeah. The whole thing. Then you got the yeah. dozers. They're doing all the work and they're in and out. Yeah. They're doing their whole thing. So, all right. Anyway. It's time for Davey's video game in there. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Rob, what do you have? Well, I got, you know, first things first. We like to talk about our friends at wild bill soda go to drinkwildbills.com use the promo code ron von d they're very very good about sponsoring this and we're making them money they're making us money it's whatever we're now, making use money? the promo code huh no so use the promo code ron von d give yourself 20 percent off some soda they're very good to us anyway but anyway um did you know so wordle is that we talked about wordle last last you in on this yeah, I'm crushing Wordle. I fucking die. I don't tweet out my scores, but I've yeah. I've never gotten one wrong, and I've only gotten to the last one maybe once. So I'm killing it's not, it. It's not that hard. No, it's not that hard. Anyway, just, uh, but yeah, but you're not playing. So something. I'm happened. not playing. So so something, something happened. happened. So the guys there were apparently years ago, there was another a kid who was just practicing coding, created a game called Wordle, and people are starting to download his game instead. So he's had like this huge cash windfall now that he's just getting all these like ad revenue. So guess what the kid did? Like he, he, in a week, he made like three thousand dollars in ad revenue. Donated it to charity. Awesome. How about that? What a guy. He's like, I got this by accident. It wasn't you weren't trying to get my game, but I'm getting all this ad revenue. So not bad. Give it back. So how, that's we're gonna start off something nice, and we're that gonna end nice. with something shitty. I like that. So, yeah, good for that kid. You're um, gonna have problems, just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So, um, in other games, a guy beat Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, which was the From Software game, which is, is a difficult game. Not as difficult as their Souls games or Bloodborne. But he beat it in two hours. Jesus. Blindfolded. All right. How, how do you beat a video game blindfolded? I don't I, understand. I don't. Now... It couldn't have been the first time he played, right? No, no, he's he's. I think he's speed run this game several times before. So yeah, so I guess I get it. I mean, obviously, I couldn't come anywhere close to it, but I guess I get it. Like once you've played it so many times, and you know, sort of, you can just do the timing in your head. But still, two hours is fucking insane. So like, an open world game, it's not like, like right. yeah. Oh, it's it's nuts. insane. It's insane. I had to have cheated somehow. I don't like it. Um, the Xbox One. And Halo, the Halo 3 servers are officially dead. Mm. So the Xbox One, which was a piece of garbage, and the Xbox One, they've stopped production on them entirely. And the, the Halo 3, you can't play Halo 3 online anymore. They all went down last week. Well, it's a bummer. Pouring out for Adam Cole. Pouring out for Adam Cole. He can't play Halo 3 anymore. No. Oh um speaking of pouring one out logan paul did you hear the news about this dipshit no what's he up to he blew 3.5 million dollars on first generation sealed packs of pokemon cards only to receive them in the mail and find gi joe cards 
Now, apparently the person he bought them from was a seller on eBay who only had one review or one previous sell. So here's... You got to believe that he made all this money back and then some just on ad revenue and like just talking views. about it. Yeah, just talking about it. And pe and yeah. people talk he made money back on this, which you're yeah, like this kid just pissing money away. He's just pissing like, I, money. He's just throwing it in our faces. Right. So I can't believe that this was this was a work. Oh, you think it was a work? This is a work. Absolutely. Uh, could be. Like Possibly. he's not possible. Yeah. But speaking so if he probably again, he probably made 5 million just on viewership and people talking about it for like a week cuz this happened like at the end of last week or the middle of last week after mm -hmm. we had recorded. Which leads me to my last question. How are we doing on our million subscribers on YouTube? You said we're monetizing this now. We're not there yet. We're not there yet? I'll let you know. Because we because remember I told you, or you you came up with the idea, our millionth subscriber, Davey yeah. and I, will show up to your place of residence mm -hmm. at a time of our choosing and do the show live. With you as the co-host, and with you, you get to host. pick the topic. You pick the topic du jour. Mm -hmm. Davey and I, of course, will pick the time. And hopefully you're there. So we're not there yet. We are just shy of a million. But each and every one of you are very valuable. And if you want to tell another friend, that friend tells a friend. Ryan, guess what happens next? That friend then tells a friend. Exponential growth. Tells another friend. Yep. What I need is I need each of my best sellers to sell to five people. And then I need those five people to sell to 10 people. Are you right. following this, folks? Those I'm following people, this. Then, then they need to recruit another 20 people. And then we will get to 1 million subscribers. So here's the, that. And it's not a pyramid scheme. What that is, no. is it's a reverse funnel system. Correct. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so no, we, we wouldn't get anybody up. caught up in a pyramid scheme. We would never do that. I would never send you an a Instagram instant message or a direct <laughs> message that said, hey, girl, and then try to sell you some makeup or some fucking Tupperware. No. Get out of my face. But if each wouldn't one of you guys, if you could get back to the original point, if each person <laughs> out there can recruit two people and, and then, then they those recruit two people. people. <laughs> yeah. Think smarter, not harder. <laughs> we can get this done. By the yes. end of 2022, we will have 1 million YouTube subscribers. Mm -hmm. You need to put this stuff out into the universe, Ryan. You People do. And I saw my vision right now. My vision board is over here. I'm not sharing it with anybody, but no. that's on there. Not only that, if you've seen the movie Pay It Forward with Haley Joel Osment. Who hasn't? That's That was the kid's whole idea. You're going to tell me that was a bad idea? Doing oh. nice things for people? You tell me that's keep, bad? Let's keep pushing this forward. And if that doesn't work create a bunch of fake emails and get on YouTube and subscribe. To the <laughs> we dork podcast one dork podcast two dork podcast three. We're just going to create, keep creating them. Just scrolled through the subscribers. It's all eggs. It's like, yes. wow, let it go guys. It's like, how do you have 1 million subscribers and 300 views? I they, listen, they must not all be tuning in at the same time. I don't know what to tell you. What do they call them? There's like user farms in like India. Like you buy fake users and they'll like comment yeah. on stuff. And it's just guys and, of people in india just like yeah. in a huge room just, just like commenting on shit yeah i uh i get the i get the dm like once a month on instagram being like here's how many like how much it costs to get more followers i'm like why would you want to pay for fucking people that don't actually listen or care right. about i don't get it
And it's amazing because you have, see these people with like a hundred thousand followers, and then yeah. the one post of theirs will get like fifty likes. It's insane. You're like they have a hundred thousand followers and fifty likes. Like you can't, idiot. Yeah, it's it's kind of a tell. Yeah. So that's yeah. Davy's video game minute, brought to you by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Okay, we're done. Y'all ready for Bisque? Ryan, you ready for Bisque? Uh, am I? I don't know. It's the topic du jour. I'm glad yeah. you asked. It's the topic of the day, and today it is the film Scream. Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. That's right. Scream is the title of the film. I know it sounds familiar because that was also the title of a 1996 classic. It is a one hour and 54 minute romp rated R. Uh, last Rotten Tomatoes check, 75% by the critics, 85% by the audience. It is the fifth in the Scream franchise. We'll get into what it actually is. Is it a reboot? Is it a sequel? Is it a requel? All that. We'll get into all that as we go through. Let's begin, as I'm very excited to talk about this. You know how I feel about Scream. But let's begin spoiler-free. I will ask you, Ryan, did you like it? Not really. You are a fucking open asshole. You didn't like this movie? It was fine. It was great. It was I, excellent. Oh, this, I, is, this is so fucked. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You don't, you don't watch Parks and Recreation, right? I did. You did. Okay. The Scream franchise. So this is a Parks and Rec reference that I'm going to make right now. This is my Lil Sebastian. I'm Ben White, and this is my Lil Sebastian. You know, like, running joke where they had the, like, everyone loves Lil Sebastian. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's the greatest thing in the world. And, like, Ben just never got it. I just don't get... I I'm not against fun. I understand why like people it. like it. I'm Sounds not, like it. I'm not. I got in a huge fight. I got a, Not in a fight. We got in almost a little, like, marital tiff about this. I was like, I just... I get why you like it. I bet Rye liked it. She loved it. I just great taste. It's just not for That's me. Why. It's, it's just not awesome. for me. I love this whole universe. To me, it is the best horror franchise. Now, mm -hmm. some of the other franchises have been so bastardized because they have way more than five movies, but this one only has five movies. Um, the first one to me is my favorite of all time. It is my absolute favorite horror movie. And that was great. That movie was great. I, I will give you that. This movie, I think, is the second best one. Now, there might be some recency bias. I think this mm. is two. I would then go Scream 2, third, Scream 4, third, and then a distant fifth is Scream 3. But I would say this, Ryan. I, yes. I love the universe and the characters so much that I even view Scream 3 almost like the Star Wars prequels, where I know they're horrible. I know they're horrible. But there's a little something to the old rewatch because you're like, all right, this is still canon. These are still the characters that are involved here. So right. I'll watch it. It's the world. So I at least like it at that level. But I think they have four movies out of five that are B, B plus or better. Yes. I don't yes. agree. I do. I disagree. Now I you don't like actually disagree. You don't like any of them or no, I like the first. I like this first screen. I thought the first screen when I first saw it, I it was great. It's still yeah, great. Okay. It was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, did you think this movie was scary at all? No. It's not really, but I don't know if that's their strength anyway. Like, it's I think not. the screen movies are more of the, they're on that line of like, they're not a parody, but they're so self-aware. They're so meta mm -hmm. that I don't think it's that scary. Now, again, if you are a middle school kid or like a high school kid or something, maybe it's a little scarier. But yeah, it's. I don't think they really go for scares. Now, it is very violent. 
Like if you're going to ask somebody, it is I would over say, the top violent. It is over the top violent. It is probably the most violent of the Scream movies, which I appreciate it. Yeah, they so went for the like, violence a little bit. Well, that's what we're talking about with Batman. Like this movie is rated R. So if you're going to mm-hmm. make it rated R, go for it. And you, you know up- what? Yeah, there's a lot of like, sorry to cut you off. No. There's a lot of like slow kills, which yeah. are like, those are those are money. There's also a lot of kills where the person's probably dead after the third stab, but they continue to stab for like 10 they more just keep. They just keep going. There's yeah. a lot more stabs. Mm. Did you at least find it to be a good whodunit? No. You idiot. This no, was- I'm not. You stupid bitch. No, no, I don't know. My eyes you are, are wide open on this. This was we can't no, we can't talk we can't talk about this right now. We need to wait until spur spurlers to get into this. But okay, the, well I, I have a re- there's a reason there's a reason I didn't I didn't think it was a good who done it. All right, obviously we haven't talked about this at all until we right have not now. talked about it until I haven't right. talked yeah I haven't talked to anybody about it. I haven't tweeted this. I think I am going to tweet this though before we put this episode out for the people that aren't watching it live. I loved it, but I have one major problem with it. And we'll do that. will be the first thing I mentioned in spoilers. And I hope it's the same thing where like why I don't think it's a good whodunit. Maybe. Yeah. It might be, but I have one major problem, but it doesn't knock it down. Like I still really, really enjoyed it. And I'm just so mad that this one thing happened mm-hmm. and we can clear that up. I thought it was a good whodunit. And I think that's one of the other reasons why I like Scream is because as cool as Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, those movies are or enjoyable as some of them are you know who you, did it you know who done it <laughs> ryan you know who done it they're goddamn you know on the cover like you know exactly who done yeah. it and they can't die these are real people and so i like it because it, it's like all right it's a slasher movie but it's also you're trying to figure out the whole time you're watching it who done it so i like that yeah. did you care for any of the new characters yes i thought some of them were pretty good yes i thought some of them were pretty good um some of them were just useless, but there was one character in particular who I, I very much liked. Yeah, and if you saw the poster like in, in all the, the previews for it, God, there must have been 10 new characters. Then obviously have the mm-hmm. like the main trio coming back, the big three coming back. Mm-hmm. And then there's a ton of other kids uh, that were there. So you, you knew there was the opportunity for a lot of deaths too because of how many characters they had. So I already ranked them. I have, and maybe it's recency bias, but I have this as the second best Scream movie. Where would you, I know you don't like them all, but where would you put this one? I would put it, it's like three is obviously the worst, right? Yeah. And then I like the first one, the best one. Yep, for clearly. sure. For sure. Um, this one, I would, uh, I would say it's like three for me. Do you like, I go like Scream one, one, two. Okay this and then four four three yeah i because i enjoyed four i thought it was a pretty good job for for something that came out 10 years after the the third one or even 11 years i guess after it's better than four this is better than four i think it's better than four as well Mm -hmm. i already know the answer to this i think it is a theater movie we had people dm me because i wasn't saying anything on twitter they were like should i go to the theater for this i think it is i think it's super enjoyable this is one of the movies i was looking forward to for the year Mm -hmm. uh it's already better in my mind than any of the horror movies that came out last year. So I would say yes to the theater. Yeah. You're probably a no, but for somebody who's a diehard horror fan, what would you say? Yeah. So as someone who's a horror, like I like seeing horror movies in the theater. Cause I like watching other or hearing other people react. Mm-hmm. So that that's part of the fun for me. Yeah. And that's part of the buildup. So there's an, an environment there that I like, but so in that regard, if you're like that, I would definitely see it in the theater. 
what is your hashtag dork score? I've never done this before. I've never done this before. I am going to give this a friendship four. <laughs> because I if I if I do it any four. lower, if I do it any lower, I'm afraid that I'll be I, permanently yeah. kicked off the podcast. No, you won't be kicked off the podcast. A differing of opinion is okay. I'm all right with that. As long as you can I, defend it, that's fine. Really, I would like to give it a three and a half, but I'll give it a four. You a don't have to do that. Four. That no, like I, I want to do it. I want right. to do it. I'm going to give it a five. I thought it had an opportunity to be a six, but there was one thing that stood that just bugged me to the point that I had to remove a full stone. And this may not bother other people, but it bothered me so much that I was like, what are we doing? Still a five. I got to watch it again. That could lower it. That could raise it. Whatever can mm -hmm. confirm it. I've obviously only seen it the one time. So I'm going to go with a five. Davey's going with a friendly four. So that'd be an aggregate of a four and a half. And there you go. We're off and running for our 2022 We're off and running. Scream. Anything else non-spoiler? If this better not be the best horror movie of the year. It better not be. Interesting. They got to come with something. We'll see. I'm trying to think. Off the top of our heads, uh, we had... See, to me, it was better than Fear Street. And Fear Street, we had right up at the top. And we also had, like, Werewolves Within I liked, Don't Breathe too. But anyway... All right, that's how I felt about Scream. So now from here on out, it is uh, all spoilers on Scream. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Here come the spoilers. All right, we'll go through all this stuff. We'll go through the characters, the best moments, the worst moments, the, the Easter eggs. We'll go through all of it. But just to jumpstart this, the thing that bothered me the absolute most was a continuity issue. This fucking floored me because again, this is how we look at movies. We kind of mm -hmm. analyze them, right? And, and yep. there's certain things I can let go, certain things I can't. Mm -hmm. So they made it very clear, Ryan, that this is the 25th anniversary of the first Scream. They made yes. that clear in the movie. Not only is it clear, you know, 1996, it was December of 96, and this comes out, I guess, you know, January of 2022, but still, let's just call it 25 years. Okay. And even there's a scene at the end that says, on the 25th anniversary of this, blah, 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 the 25 years. They also, like, not, not the who done it, but the big reveal prior to who the killers are is that the character of Sam Carpenter is actually the daughter of Billy Loomis. Okay, fine. They also make it clear in the movie that she is five years older than her sister, Tara. Yes. They say that, 13 and 8. Her sister, Tara, is in high school. Yes. So it's the fall of her high school year. We don't even know what grade she's in, but let's just say she's 17. Sure. That means Sam would be 22. Her dad was killed 25 years ago. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Can't happen. It can't happen. This is this is this is a huge continuity issue huge. and something and something that is one of myriad issues that I had with the writing of this movie. This to me insulted our intelligence because you do such a great job, in my humble opinion, of mm -hmm. tying all these characters into legacy characters. They all are. We'll go over it. But this one, and I thought it was a cool little twist because Billy Loomis is a great character, and I'm glad that they're sort of like giving life, in, in lack of a better word, into that character. So if you want to have her come back, great. She has to be 25 or I guess 24, depending on it. Like, right. let's say let's say her mom got pregnant the day Billy died. 
then she would still be 24. Right. And there's no way that girl's 19. Nope. Or at least she's not supposed to be a 19-year-old in high school. Nope. And and again, so, like you said, they make a huge deal out of the fact that the age difference between the two yep. of them, and they mention it several times. Like 13 and 8. Like that's what happened, like when this all happened, mm -hmm. and then they say 25-year anniversary. So that they they fucking box themselves in. They should have said she was seven years older or whatever. If they just said that, seven years older, and it was uh 15 and eight. And now, okay, this girl has to be 25 instead of 22 or whatever. It just, right. oh my God, that just, that bugged me so much. So I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, that's that's a cool twist. Like, so she's Billy Loomis's daughter. And then I'm like, oh, so that, her mom must have gone to school with Sydney and with Tate. They never mentioned who the mom is. No, you never see I, her. I guess it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter who the mom is, right? No, apparently she's a bit of a drunk because and it out. The whole thing with like Billy Loomis like appearing, she didn't, she never knew him, so she wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but she would have seen pictures of him, like, cause like the stab Dead? movie, like, he's famous. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have seen him just like that, but they made movies of him. There's pictures of him. Like, right. I've never met Ted Bundy. I know what Ted Bundy looks like. Right, but you wouldn't see him dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't see him like but stabbed. But like, do they really my, need to like? If he was my dad, I might. I don't know. If he was my dad, because she she was taking like antipsychotic medicine or whatever. Which it, there was a whole storyline with that, which was just oh. useless. Like, you didn't wow. need that. I just that that part just just fucking bugged me. But I did. I like that character though. I thought she was good. And so it's a little different because it's like a character yeah. outside of high school. And then she comes back because her sister gets attacked and like the whole thing, the whole setup there. All right. Now, as far as the whodunit was concerned, did you know who done it at any point? Did you did you I think did, those two at all? Not only that, Rich, they fucking told you who it was. Oh, and they Dewey told, told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole thing of like this whole twist ending, like they put themselves in such a pretzel of like being meta. That yeah. like the only thing they can do now is tell you who it is to try to okie doke you and then show you who it is. It, it's like, holy, oh, you told me that an hour and a half ago. Twist. Like, I, I it's not a twist. They I told you. A Richie character did a decent job of trying to like be oblivious, be like the supportive boyfriend. I thought he did a decent job of that. But there was also a few times where he kind of outed himself because he said he wasn't a movie fan. And then he referenced Halloween and he referenced something else. That's what it I mean. Like actually, the writing of this was so shitty. The, like, but I, th I think it was sort of an homage to the first scream. But again, like this is this is the thing. Like this is the thing that bugs me. It's been the same fucking thing every single time. It's been it's, like, and again, this is where we got into the the marital here. She's like, yeah. hey, it's but it's different. I'm like, but it's not. Like it's not that different. Well, like, and that's it, why they explained in the movie. It's a it's a requel. And this was the thing I appreciated. Years, well, because if we were younger, Ryan, this would sort of be our introduction into the Scream world, and then we would go back and watch these. But for right. us, we're of a certain age where we already watched all those other ones, and so we see this one. And yeah, they do kind of parallel that first one a lot, but I think they do it with like a wink and a nod. Like that's one of the great things about the Scream franchise is they're like, we're very well aware of horror movies. I love the movie within the movie and all the references to Stab. I like all that. It's like the inception of fucking horror movies. I love and it. See, and for me, I think my issue with that is like, I don't think it's as clever as people make it out to be. Okay. You know, I sure. think, again, if you're a Scream fan like Richie, Yes. You know, his whole thing is like, you can't have toxic fandom because it's all about love. It's like, we love this and this is our thing and you can't take it away from us. And basically he's pissed 
And the other thing too, real fucking creepy, the fact that him and what's her name? Amber. Amber. No. Yeah. Amber. Like they keep calling each other like babe. Like he's 29 years old and she's like 16, 17. Like that's fucking gross. Well, they're also like, both murderers, Ryan. So I think that's sort of par for the course when it comes right, to But the that. fact that he's like an internet predator too, like you add that layer to it. Like, I think I also know why you don't like it is because they make a point to take a shot at Ryan Johnson and the last Jedi, because they talk about all reboots and re requels and all sequels. Yes. And they were like, Oh yeah. Stab eight was terrible. It was directed by the guy who did knives out and it was like he did he changed all the characters but which is didn't. sort of like a little joke at yeah did you see the like, tweet that ryan johnson put out like the whole thing where people were pissed that like luke fake luke skywalker shows up and he shows them in like the jedi manual like which he has on his shelf like, oh they yeah. can do that <laughs> well we just hadn't seen it right we had we had but, like it. all these people who are like the, this toxic fandoms and stuff i i liked that aspect of it and I really liked the conversation. And again, we'll get into characters more, but my favorite character was Mindy Meeks, Martin. One of the uh, twins. Yes. She was she was yeah. like the new Randy Meeks and she was kind of... I loved when she was like, basically like explaining the rules to people by showing them how they like fucked up. Yep. You know, she's like... I she was a good character. She was a good character. Yeah, so I, I did like the fact, and you could say oh, it's a little convenient, but whatever. It's a small town, I'll say, that they're all related to legacy characters. So Sam, and this is also a bit on the nose. So Sam Carpenter, and obviously Carpenter because of John Carpenter and right. Halloween. And they had a character if, named Wes, too. Right. Yeah. But if Sam is actually Billy Loomis's daughter, then she would be Sam Loomis, which is the name of Donald Plassance in Halloween. Yes. So Sam's related to Billy. Tara obviously isn't related to Billy, but sort of vis-a-vis. -vis. Uh, then you have Wes Hicks, played by Dylan Minnette. He is the the son of uh, Sheriff Judy Hicks, who only appeared in Scream 4. And I guess in the original version, she was supposed to die. But then she didn't, so they brought her back. Dies yeah. Can I just say that this town has the worst police force I think I've ever fucking seen? She calls for backup on the way to the house and they never show up. No, they weren't there. They weren't there. They eventually cleaned it up. They were there to clean it up. Like much after the fact. And by the way, the guy who plays the other cop, the Asian guy, I was like, I've seen him before. Oh, uh, Deputy Vincent. Yes. He is, if you've seen the movie Hot Rod, which I love. If you've ever seen the movie Hot Rod. Yeah, Danny McBride, Bill Hader, Sandberg, obviously. He plays yeah. he plays Richardson, the guy oh, who dances, just dances and like throws flyers at people. Like that's him. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The guy just uh, goes so like just yeah. It just does that you dance. You need that guy. Yeah. You know, he's good for morale. Mm -hmm. So you had Mindy and Chad, who are the niece and nephew of Randy Meeks. And you brought um, back this. The sister Heather, Heather Matarazzo, who played Randy Meeks' sister, and yeah, Martha Meeks, who popped three? in in Scream Three. Yes, yeah. So you see her; she's back there. Uh, Liv McKenzie. They don't make a point of this, but I'm going to assume that the McKenzies were the next door neighbors of Drew Barrymore in the first one, because there's a there's a scene that says drive up to the McKenzies or call the McKenzies or whatever. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to assume that they're related there. Uh, there's a character uh, Vince who gets murdered. And you find out that he's Stu Mocker's nephew. So you have all you have all these connections that were. When do you find that? Did I miss that? When do you find that out? Yeah, they said it in the movie because he died. He was like the first confirmed death. Remember, he was like the weirdo creep, kind of like yeah, following yeah, yeah, the, the around. Tough guy. And then again, like, over like, the phone, they say like that's Stu Mocker's. Uh, oh, I love the, like a by the way, like that's so fucking dumb. That's lazy. Awesome. 
They tossed that's it lazy. in there. They taught they tossed it in there. Did you not enjoy the talk of the the elevated horror describing what horror movies are now? I did, and I like, and I'm in the camp. I liked elevated horror. I like it, and I, I know like that more you, than this. You had to enjoy that Tara's favorite movie is the Papa Duke. I love that movie. Yeah, I know you did. You know, it's not just a scary movie. It's about a mother's, you know, with grief. And she's like, and Jordan, Jordan oh, what's the name? Uh, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's the shit. And she's like, I know Jordan Peele's the shit, but that's not what we do, you know? Uh, did you, what did you think? Well, it sounds like you kind of didn't mind the motives. I was kind of back and forth on the motives. So basically, you end up with Richie and Amber are the co-killers. First of all, I love two killers. The only movie that didn't have two killers in the Scream franchise was Scream 3. And that was clearly the worst one. I think you have to have two. Because it, it allows yeah. that these like Ill, this illegitimate child half cousin bullshit is just so dumb. Yeah, you me. mean like so Scream Three, like that was kind of. Yeah. But you like, had a little oh. bit of that in here too, like the illegitimate kid who's like neglected by the father, like the father wasn't around, so you know what I mean, like well, that to me. One, but the but for the killers in this one, you had Richie who just loves the stab movies hated where they were going and is like they need to be re-inspired basically like they need to continue right. like real stories so that's like a I'm like mm. and then with amber her family moved into the Stu mocker house which is the setting of the first real scream massacre and if don't you, will, you think like people would have known that well they knew that she lived there and that's why i think they were having the party there like they were aware of that but then she apparently got jumped on reddit and then like so that's kind of a loose thing that they got together a little bit but by the way she's a great actress and she was really good in once upon a time in hollywood i know another one of your favorite movies she played sexy sadie yes she was i don't know i thought pretty pretty excellent in that <laughs> i thought she was pretty pretty important pretty, pretty, pretty. uh yeah. uh so that part i'm like you know what i don't know if i love but yeah, you had in Scream 4, you had Emma Roberts' character who was like, uh, Sydney's like my cousin and she gets so much attention. And you're like, okay. And then the Scream 3 guy, they just like make up a thing and then they try to ruin the first one because they're like, oh yeah, he's the one who actually um, uh, motivated Billy and Stu. And you're like, don't do that. So the Scream 3 screwed that up. So if anything, this is at least a fresher take on why these people would want to commit all these murders. So I'll take it. I know. And I just, I feel, and again, if I were Sydney Prescott and I'm pushing a baby carriage and I get a call from Dewey saying mm -hmm. it's happening again. And I'm like, Oh, I just mentioned to him that I just dropped my kids off at school. Right. And he's like, it's happening again. You know what I would have said? Good luck. Have fun. So not the best approach though. Because, because they're, they're gonna come find her anyway. Well, like, hey, like, Scream two didn't take place in Woodsboro, but they went after her. Scream three yeah. didn't take place in Woodsboro, and they went after her. Yeah. Scream four was she was doing a book tour. She went back, and then it all hell broke loose. I, so I remember, but like, just telling the listener that I just got a he, fucking shotgun ready for you if you come to my house. Anyone well, who yeah. I don't know shows up at my door is getting shot. And that was a good line too. Apparently, that Nev Campbell put in there. It was yes, it was. Line yes. where she was mm -hmm. like, I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course, I have a fucking gun. Yeah. Like, All right. Get a shotgun. Probably need a shotgun. Yeah. Probably like, need uh, stop. Stop with the pistols. And have you ever shot the... a pistol? Very hard to shoot. Nope. Just shotguns. Very. Yeah. Do you have to aim it? No, I just let Not it rip. really. Just let it <laughs> from the hip. <laughs> like you shoot it near someone's face. That's all. Um, 
Ah, oh, what the fuck was I gonna say? Did you notice too that like so Sydney, um, Gail, and Sam? Oh, they were standing next to each other at one point in the movie. All of them had a wound in the same spot. Interesting. That's where the killer the lower goes for it. Le- the lower left abdomen. They were just like holding the same spot. Killer goes for it. That's like a soft spot, baby, for him. It's a soft spot, but like or her. You got to learn that, like you know, if you keep hitting people there. Oh, I think Gail was shot there. Yes, the other two were stabbed there. Yeah, but like okay. by the way, I don't, I've never been shot. It's not true. I've been shot with an arrow, but I've never been shot with a gun. No, same. I've seen footage of people being shot with a gun. Yeah, you don't get up. No, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. You don't get up and walk. Like if that hit her where it hit, it probably would have like shattered a hip. I don't want to get into like the whole thing, but he's used to it whatever. though. Um, oh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, so apparently Scream 3 very much does matter. Because remember we were saying after we did an episode, we did an episode on all the Screams, right? It wasn't just Scream yes. 4 uh, mm-hmm. a couple of Torktobers ago. And we were saying, you made the point, you're like, you can kind of just skip 3. And 1 and 2 obviously lead very much into each other. And then 4 only really references 1 and 2. And so you're like, did the events of 3 even happen? Well, they did. And I think they kind of confirm a couple things. One, you get the same uh, Rainy Meek's sister from the third one. is the yes. same actress, same person. So so that kind of confirms it. But also, um, they mention, they don't show him, but they mention Sydney's husband is Mark. That's yes. fucking Detective Mark Kincaid, Patrick mm-hmm. Dempsey from Scream 3, who's not referenced in Scream 4. But I wonder, this is how I played out in my head. Maybe after the events of Scream 4, she ended up going back with him. It's been 10 years since then, and her kids are really, really small. So maybe maybe she reunited with Mark because they end Scream 3 together. Like yes, they're, they're like, there's this whole scene where they're like going to watch a movie. Yeah, and they have a dog, and they're hanging out with Gail and, and yeah. Dewey, and they're getting engaged and the whole thing. I did like the twist of uh, Dewey is completely down and out, and Gail is like on TV again, and she's like a star. Yeah, I mean, I it's back to where it was. I mean, the whole uh, the whole idea is that it's back to where it's a, what they call it a requel. So it's back to kind of where the start. So but, in the beginning, like Dewey's kind of a dipshit, and Gale is like this big star. So now yeah. we're back to that. Right? But where where Scream Four was kind of caught in between, like they had a lot of new references. They were talking about new. They talked a lot about reboots then. Yes. Right, which one, two, and three did, and one, two, and three sort of inspired all these different movies and sequels and everything else. Four talked about it. But then five, they made a point to say that this movie had to have stakes mm-hmm. and they killed Dewey. So I, I do give them credit for that, too. Like, I think they had to remove one of those three characters, at least one of those three. Uh-huh. And they killed Dewey. Part of me, though, thought, Davey, that they weren't going to do it because of the great documentary, You Can't Kill David Arquette. Well, apparently you can. Yeah, you, they, you can kill Dewey, but you can't kill David Arquette. Good point. Yep. Dewey was yeah. stabbed many times. Many, many times. But he, he died was... a hero. He died a hero. He died a hero. Yeah, he saved. He saved a whole bunch of. A whole bunch he of saved kids. a per, a person. Because <laughs> the whole thing was like he was going back to, for one person, so he saved a person. She's a pretty important person. Not I would, really. I would, I would imagine. Nope. We also got Justice for Tatum, which I thought was significant because Tatum, played by Rose McGowan in the first mm-hmm. one, is one of my favorite characters in the series. They really don't talk about her at all. I think they reference her maybe once in the three movies after that. And there's no, I don't think Dewey makes a reference to her. So you're like, did he fucking forget? Nope. He has her ashes. He has her name. There's a whole little scene that says Tatum. So it's like, all right, good to see that. 
You saw the Randy Meeks homages in Martha's house. There's like a big fucking yep, the Randy Meeks theater, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I like I like that one a lot. Um, also, when Richie's watching uh, the YouTube videos about stab, there's a little thumbnail thing that has the Hayden Panentera's character Kirby Reed from Scream Four, and it refers to her as the Woodsboro survivor. Which is good because I thought she lived too, but she got like stabbed or shot or whatever the fuck. She got stabbed by the Culkin kid. Right. In the guts. But lived. But lived. Kind of wanted her in this one. I'm kind of bummed out they didn't bring her into this one. She she is not doing well in the news. Oh, really? Yeah, not great. Not great, right. Bob. I did yeah. not know that. So yeah. uh, we wish her the best because she was awesome in that movie. Yeah, she's having I'm a rough go right now. I'm still pissed they killed Randy Meeks from the first one. I thought he was the best character. He was really good in two, died way too soon in two. They did the corny little thing to try to bring him back in three. And then he's obviously not in four. But then the, the Kirby character was really good. Was the they kill him and there was like that video that he made prior to his death yes. warning them about reboots or some shit. Oh, it, trilogies. Yeah. Talking about trilogies. And he had a yeah. good line in there though about, you know, it goes back to the original and it changes something about the original, which is then what happened. But Right. I love like obviously the, all the fucking movie dork characters I love and they all there's usually one who's like the super nerd about it and then there's the but like all of them are aware of everything but the killers are always aware of it and that's why like in the first one Randy's the one who's like over the top with references and the rules and all that shit yeah but if you notice even Billy references them and like he's the too cool for school guy he has that conversation with sydney he's like oh i was watching the exorcist earlier and like all the good stuff was edited out blah 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 he mentions like anthony perkins psycho when he gets caught at the end and the same things in this one with richie when richie's like yeah i'm not a movie guy and then he starts like quoting the movies and you're like oh you are a fucking movie guy in fact you're the right. biggest fucking movie guy out of you're all the biggest fucking movie out of all of us and dewey told us it was you in the first half hour of the movie yeah but so, so... you believed him not everybody would believe him or not everybody would be like, he definitely did it. I even if honest. you didn't, even if you didn't, aren't you like, well, that's dumb. They told us that. Well, not necessarily. Randy tells you, like, that's the whole thing about these movies. They tell you a million rules all the time. Just like, you know, when they were going down, like, I'll be right back. Like Richie said, I'll be right back this time. He's a killer. Didn't fucking bother him. Just like, it was, said, I'll be right back. was it think they're like, and Dewey's like, watch out for the love interest. And he's like, who, yeah. me? And then no one watches out for the love interest. Nope. Nope. Well, then when they're at the hospital, he and Amber were alone, and us, the viewer, are like, oh, they they know each other. They don't know each other. But actually, it was perfect that they were alone, because then they could attack Sam in the uh, waiting room. Sure. Okay. There was a little bit of that. The body count for this one was eight, which is the same as the original. The exact same as the original, less than two, three, and four. A lot of throat kills. MacGruber would oh, be proud. a throat kill. You a want, slow you push. Want you want it. A slow push with a knife into the throat. By Oof. the way, that's all she throat. That's tough. That's all she. Throat. That's all she throat. I thought going into it. I don't know if you made any predictions going into it. I thought uh, an interesting idea could have been if Judy Hicks and her son Wes were the first ever mother son murder duo. That would be pretty good. I also early on had the Meeks twins because. Yep. Their uncle got a raw deal, yep. so I had them pegged. That's a good one. I think mm -hmm. the one character they tried kind of pushing that it might be her was Liv, the character of uh, right. Liv McKenzie, and then that one obviously 
didn't happen. But yeah, they they definitely kind of put it on everybody at one point. I don't think that they never, and I don't know if they wanted you to, but I never ever thought it was Sydney, Dewey, or Gale. No, and I know some people predicted that. Oh, maybe one of them will snap, or one of them will something. But no, like they and never really was like put down that road. They tried to push that at the end, where they're like, "Oh, Sydney finally had enough." It's like she's been doing this for twenty five years. If she hasn't snapped by this point, she's probably not going to. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know, that's yeah. weak. That right, and so that I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't do that. They did mention it though that they were gonna make they were gonna make her like they're gonna do something. Frame there. her for it. Yeah, just like, that's dumb. No one would ever, no one in that town would ever believe that Sydney Prescott came all the way back here to do that. No, not going to happen. Yeah. I love, I love how the stab movies are like a real thing that they can like talk about and they have full cast list. They have clips from so many of them just yeah. going back in the whole series of it. And, uh, they even pull up the IMDB at one point and they're like flipping through and you see that, you know, Heather Graham's in it, Luke Wilson, but then it's also Jennifer Jolly who was um, Parker Jamie Posey. Car oh, Parker Posey. That's so remember, right. she yeah. was in Scream 3, but she yeah. referenced how she played Gail in the first two also. So she's like in there. So it's like a fake character with like real actors. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like all that shit. And I like how the beginning of Scream 4, by the way, is really good. It's super like meta, but it's like... That's the one with the two girls and one of them pranks the other one in the house. And it's... Yeah, the, but it's, like, it's a series of it because you're, you're actually watching Stab 6. And then you go to, and then it jumps to stab seven, which is actually them watching stab six. And so it's like two girls killing each other. And then it cuts to like what's really going on. And it's when Ghostface shows up and kills those two girls. Kills Julie Taylor. Yes. Who's actually other. real. Who really is in Woodsboro. Yes. But the other ones aren't. And it's funny. So as an audience, we knew that they had seven stabs. And then you find out in this movie, they had an eighth stab, but they didn't really call it stab eight. They just called it stab. And then Which they're, they're doing currently. So that's what I mean. That's this whole thing that it's like, I don't mind it's that. so very meta. Yeah, I know, but it's very meta. I know. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It insists I, I, upon I, itself. <laughs> Fine. I'm in. <laughs> now, what do you think is next for the, not what you want? Cause I don't really care at this point what you want, but what do you mm -hmm. think you're going to do? Is this, cause you still have Sydney and Gail. You still have Sam. You could go down the road of, Sam like is either phasing gonna get... them out and yeah, like you could do a whole movie just on Sam. I tell and... you what not to do. If this is your requel, don't do what Halloween did. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone get in the same place. There's but a so, killer on the loose. Like let's I, all get in the same room. It is funny though, with the, the whole idea of the requels, and this was my idea a few years ago, too, <clears throat> is that every horror franchise should do this and don't eliminate the first one but eliminate all the sequels and just start 20 years later and call it like halloween 2 or whatever yeah but see that's the thing the scream franchise isn't that isn't bad enough where you have to eliminate movies but you just need to kind of re they're just going to reestablish it a little bit I so i had a thought okay so they had this whole thing railing against elevated horror or whatever they called it yeah i think they called it elevated horror does making this like meta and making you think about what's real and what's not. And like how these worlds are kind of like crisscrossing like the real world and movie world and whatever, even with our own, because they mentioned Halloween, they mentioned Candyman, um, Candyman, they mentioned psycho. So these are movies that we've seen as well. So 
does that make it elevated horror or try to? Because it's kind of shitting on that, but it's also like, but you are too. Well, I think it's just, that's what's always been so good about Scream is that it is a slasher. Like it's a slasher yes. movie, but it's also aware of itself. And it's just so like so many of the things that people used to get mad about with slasher movies, these characters might still do some of the same dumb stuff, but they at least claim to be self-aware of it. Yeah, I don't know, you know what else it elevated though, but you know what else had a problem with continuity wise? No one has fucking landline phones anymore. And if they have a landline phone, nobody answers it. No, that part's true. The opening scene. Oh, I'm glad you brought the opening scene up. At least she's on her phone texting while it's the like opening is going on. They keep calling landline phones throughout the whole movie. And VTech must have paid a pretty penny to like get into this yeah. movie. No one has fucking landline phones anymore. Yeah, no, that part's that part's a little late. I was wondering how they were going to do that because I'm like, the reason why it works so well in 96 is like, and like Billy Loomis had a cell phone, but even that was like, that made him more of a suspect because you're like, right. oh, dude, you're making calls? Like, yeah, not everybody has fucking cell phones. By the way, you don't need a voice changer box anymore. If you're using a cell phone, you can download an app that has a fucking voice changer. You don't need the stupid thing. Well, they had the thing anyway. What? Did, <laughs> how would you rank the opening scenes of all the movies? This one was good because the girl survived and carried on throughout the movie. So I thought that was good. She didn't just die. It wasn't just a random person. Good point. That was a good twist. That was good. She didn't, she didn't kickstart the deaths at all. Right. And then at any point, did you think she was in on it? Because there's that scene where... um like Richie tries to turn Sam on Tara and you're like, was Tara in on it? Cause like, cause part of me, I didn't think she did, but then because of this whole thing where, all right, she's the only opening act character to survive. Then maybe yeah. she was, and it was an elaborate setup. So I thought they was a nice quick little potential swerve at the end. Here's, here's something I, I'm not, I'm not putting this evil on you. Here's another continuity issue that I had. So she was home alone because her mother was in England, right? Somewhere yes. far away. Mm -hmm. This movie takes place over several days, right? Does it? Yes. There is, is a, a there is a night. Days, right? It's a couple days because like okay. it happens. And then, so it's probably three days. Okay. Right? Yeah. If you get a call, I don't care what the fuck you're doing. If I got a call that my child was stabbed and almost killed. You probably come back. You come home. Well, didn't they say she couldn't? Did wasn't there like a quick line she in there? Was, she was stuck at a conference. Like, well, like you're stuck yeah. at a. If I told the, the, if I was even running the conference, I'd be like, look, my child was almost killed and stabbed. Yeah. I'm going home. People would so, be like, okay. One thing, and not to play your side of the street, but another thing. Speaking of the mom, which was a little kind of, eh, is. So Sam found out who her father really was in the yeah. attic. Right, she read the diary. And then she went downstairs and said something to her mom. And then the dad heard it and then like immediately bailed. But then Richie found out or Richie and Amber found out how because the mom drinks and just like told somebody. Right. What? So I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe once her husband already left, maybe she'd be a little bit more like, fuck it. I'll tell people. But I don't know if you didn't tell either of your daughters. I don't know if you just start blabbing to people that Billy Loomis was. No. I would, like this. I would like, because I, again, I like, I like the world that they've created. I would like to know who that girl was in 1996, because there's two characters 
that are in the bathroom when Sydney is hiding from Ghostface. Yes. It's hiding. It's a cheerleader and another girl. Right. And the cheerleader's like refers to Billy Loomis as like a, her bubble butt boyfriend. I wonder if it was her. Which doesn't make a ton of sense. No, unless she was just selling a bill of goods to this girl. And then she's like, like, you know, in high school, like there's always like the couple. And then there's always like somebody who's sleeping with the one person the whole time that nobody really talks about. Uh, sure. But uh, the issue I would have there is one of um, lineage, one of heritage. Because that cheerleader is like blonde hair, blue eyes. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Sorry. Right, so maybe it's not her. Right. Fair enough. But so, again, we we Billy with scripts in these movies and people fucking love it. So somebody else doesn't I matter. Was, right. Goddamn year thing. Fucking pissed me off. But anyway, yep. next for the franchise, I think they could easily come up with another one. I don't know what you would call it necessarily. Cause again, you run into the same issue where you need to put like another word on it. You can't just call it scream two or like the naming this even screams kind of annoying, but, um, cause couldn't you go with Sam now being like, so her father, her biological father is a murderer and her biological grandmother is also a murderer from scream Two, yes. So she's got to have some shit going on with her. So you could either turn her or is there anybody else that would come after her now? Like how here's what I would love to see. Going? Yeah. I would love to see a scream movie from the perspective where you know who the killer is immediately. Oh, right their whole the rip. that's a so great you, idea. So like they, so you follow them the whole time. The fuck? So if you do that, if you do that, right? It's like that whole process, and like there's got to be like scenes with them with like notes and like pictures in front of them because this whole thing has to be planned out ahead of time. Yes. So that is the movie I would want to see. Oh, that's real. That's a real. I never even thought of that. That's an awesome idea. And yeah, so you eliminate the who done it, but then again, there's sort of also a who's gonna find out kind of thing like how and, or how do they, how do they stay one step ahead of everybody else yeah and i would love to see them do it successfully <laughs> no oh, the, honestly oh, oh oh the killers you mean i yes. think it's a movie <laughs> yeah no i would love to see so it's kind of like seven so you like and they talk about and that's one of the things that the killers talk about like you've seen seven right where this whole thing was planned out and it played out in just the way that the killer wanted it to Oh, like that's the yes. so you you reference that movie and then have them plan the whole thing and do it because it has to be two of them, right? Has to be two. That's what and makes it's got to be like okay, possible too, right? And then they're like, all right, we like like one person we think might be kind of on to you or whatever, so we need to ha- we need to set up an attack where you're with them and yeah. then, you know make it make get you off the hook. And I'm telling you, I like that a awesome. lot. And then you can pull up all of the the five killer or i guess nine killers from the screen movies you can have them being like all right why did this guy get caught exactly why did she get caught and then so you can relive some of those that's a fucking awesome idea it's a horror version of ocean's 11 yes where is this where it's like where two people i'm telling movie. you this could work this could work what would you call it creamed <sighs> <laughs> Come, come, creak, jizz. You'd call it jizz, right? It's just call, jizz. You'd call the movie. <laughs> oh God damn it! Yeah, I like, that's a fucking awesome idea, though. I never even you heard, heard it. it. You heard it here first. This timestamp it Monday, January seventeenth, two thousand twenty-two, at roughly nine fifty p.m. 
title of the film. Any of these little fuckers ever pop out of the fucking wall and say, fuck, there's a horse cock in my room or a donkey dick? Ed Von Moose, the scream. <laughs> I can't top that. I'm not even going to try to come up with anything better than that. Call I it Ghostface. Ghostface. Boom. Just like they did in Saw. They called it just called Jigsaw. There you go. Instead of uh, Saw. Ghostface. Bang. And would you bring back... I guess you would bring back the, all the survivors from this one, right? And then you would you have to come up with two killers. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of them is an overlap. Maybe one of them is new or something like that. Because you still have Sam's alive, Tara's alive, uh, Sydney's alive, Gail's alive. Both of the Meeks, they showed Chad and Mindy. The Chad scene, it looks like just like Dewey from the, the second one, mm -hmm. the first one. And so Chad and Mindy are, are both still alive uh because they gave each other like the thumbs up yeah yeah that's it because so you could you could even do it it's the meeks kids because they're like if you're gonna fight because I, I feel like they would have enough trauma at this point to be like look if you want to fucking do it right this is how you do it that's true yeah meeks kids would be pretty good yeah and the, and you know they know all the movies too so exactly they so they have they know everything and it's the, it's right. the sister driving it and then by the way she, yeah she was my favorite yeah oh mindy was your favorite yeah, Mindy was really good. I liked Sam, to be honest. I just I'm pissed about how old she is. Like she needs to be a little bit older, but I thought I thought <laughs> yeah. she was good. I wanted to like Wes. He didn't really get much of a chance. So yeah, so uh But you pin it on Sam. That's the that's the yeah. that's the twist at the end is you pin it yeah, on yeah. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she goes down for it. Right. Yeah, because she's everyone in also... the town everyone in the town hates her anyway she's the daughter of a serial killer too she's the daughter and granddaughter of a serial killer so like there you go it's easy this is an easy movie to write oh my god they could watch uh mind hunter they could watch all these other shows oh god, can you imagine them like taking notes and shit open up like a whole documentary thing too which they haven't really done in in these screen movies oh yeah and there's Don't probably me. a bunch of movies like find find the movies in which the killer gets away find those movies be like mm -hmm. all right we gotta gotta use these ones uh would you bring back uh sydney and gail or would you give them the movie off i would not bring i would end the movie with them talking about how they're gonna go get sydney yeah set up the next one set up the next one i would gail would be in it from afar that's like a, like doing like the reporting yeah. of it yeah. and the whole thing is going to be like we can't bring them they cannot come here because if they come here like then it's over oh i love it that's awesome. so you have to do it in such a way that they they are out of the loop mm -hmm. you know yeah i love the idea you do a whole entire movie and you have them like you said with like pictures and like basically like the murder board and you have they like got the pepe these, sylvia board and, the like pepe every, sylvia, and yeah. then at the very end of the movie they're like all right what's next and then one of them just hands the other one a picture of sydney you're like there we go. let's go and then yeah. the next one is and like a blueprint of like her house yeah oh yeah or even like surveying like one of them already took surveillance yeah and it's it's patrick dempsey walking around with the kids in sydney and the dog and yeah God, it's I, like a blueprint of the house and then a picture of them walking on like family doing like a family picnic or something oh my god you know? it's the greatest goddamn movie of all time i love it so I just good did it. Mm -hmm. i just did the damn thing uh anything else scream related i'm trying to think i'll probably think of a ton of shit right after we sign off here yeah. Uh, I think we kind of threw out hit on favorite and least favorite characters, favorite and least favorite mm -hmm. moments. Or who's your least favorite character, by the way? Billy Loomis. Oh, see, I like Billy. You don't like Billy in there? I did. I also didn't like, um, right off the rip, I didn't like Amber. I didn't really like, oh, you didn't? Well, you were maybe didn't like her 
face. I like. Yeah. I didn't really like Liv for some reason. I wasn't a fan of Liv, and it's I'm useless, glad that, useless character. Like yeah, the whole thing, like the boyfriend, and like that was so stupid. Yeah. I didn't like Liv, and I was kind of eh on Richie. And so, in a way, it was like I'm kind of glad he ended up being the killer because it kind of made it, it, it made enough sense. And like yeah. you said, Dewey was like, "Well, how long have you known this guy?" <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, "Yep, I'm like ah, it's fucking him." So dumb. And obviously, like the first attack. Richie's not there for right, but sometimes you can be on the nose. Like like Tara was texting with Amber, and then all of a sudden you, you're like, "Oh, Ghostface got Amber's phone." Oh, like, they got her phone. Like, no, they didn't. It was no, just Ghostface is just is, again is Amber. Yeah, like no one right, well, fucking listen. put that together. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> well, no, but some sometimes though, I do feel like oh, it's too obvious. It can't be. And I even felt like the very first time I watched Scream, Billy Loomis was pretty fucking obvious. It was pretty obvious. Billy, yeah. Billy Loomis had the cell phone thing. I like. Yeah. He also they were playing "Don't Fear the Reaper" when Billy first arrived on into Sydney's room. Underneath the like the background music is "Don't Fear the Reaper." But I think the big reveal in that movie was there was two. Yes, it wasn't just one person. So 100%. that that was the big thing that they kind of did on their own, which I loved. I thought that was a, that was a great idea to have the two, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm glad they went back to the two, or they continued the two in this one. Yeah, that's that. Good shit, Scream. man. Let us know what you think at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. If you uh, agree with me more, if you agree with Davey more, or really just cut to the chase and let us write the next one. Oh, by the way, I meant to uh, mention this. The directors, it was a, a two directors, just like two killers, two directors mm-hmm. of this movie, same guys who directed Ready or Not. Did you see that movie? I did. What'd you think of that? That was a good movie. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? That was a good movie. Yeah. It's it's not streaming right now. Some for like, it's, I bet it's on what's the uh, shutter or something. It's probably on like oh, some horror movie site. Maybe it's no, like none of the ones that we have is, is it on, but it, hopefully it'll make the rounds there. That came out two years ago. And if you guys haven't mm-hmm. seen ready or not, definitely check that one out. With um, the girl who looks like Margot Robbie, but isn't Samara weaving yes. who is the niece of Hugo weaving. There it is. It's all, Nepotism. Adam and Adam together. Brody is in that movie. Adam Brody yes. also in Scream Four. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. All together. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal. I am going to kick to start the half. All right, I'm going to uh, receive. Just mention I've just been making the rounds so far on podcasts. So. Uh, I probably should have mentioned this at the beginning, but I did a preview of the Scream movies with Pop Culture Piledriver. I just did a Build a Batman on the Mac and Goo podcast with Goo and Chris Scheim. And tomorrow I am on the TLDR podcast because Saga is coming back this month. One of the best comic books ever written. So we're going to sort of remind everybody what was going on and talk about what we hope will happen on Saga. So I'll tweet all those out at Dork Podcast. Yeah, go ahead. I am going to tune in on that because I am in the process of reading Saga right now thanks to the Hoopla app, which I finally got. I read the autumnal and now I'm reading Saga again. Awesome. How good was autumnal? It was good. Yeah, that was good. All right. What do you got? Uh, Has the movie rights been brought up, uh, been bought for the autumnal? Ooh, good question. Because that would be good should be should be um these are easy i mean i these are one of my favorite shows and a new favorite so again we talked about them earlier if watch peacemaker watch afterlife um i started watching shit i started watching this documentary it's older 
Um, it's a documentary about a church in Tennessee. Um, hang on, I gotta find it. It's what, called what is it on? the way. It's called the way down. It's on HBO Max. Um, oh, HBO Max. Okay. It highlights the founder of the controversial Brentwood Church in Nashville. Um, this woman is insane, and these people are insane. So it's basically just like a a cult where she started like a religious weight loss program. Oh, I. Oh, you know what? I think Katie might have watched this. It's good. It's yeah. so it, it's. I'm I'm into it right now, and I think it, it's a mini series. I haven't watched all of it yet, but I watched the first episode and a half today, and I was captivated. So. Speaking uh, of whodunits. By the way, sorry, I was a little bit distracted there. They just released, and so I know this is only for the people listening live, but they just yeah. released the Moon Knight trailer. I just tweeted it out at Dork Podcast. You can go on Twitter and check out the Moon Knight trailer. I have no thoughts I'll watch on that right now. I'm going to watch yeah. that as soon as we sign off. I'm very excited yep. for that. So that'll do it. And by the way, next week, we're going to do 2022 movies. So... uh in addition to Scream, we're going to rip through all the movies that I think are going to have any kind of possibility of us watching. Yes. I'll probably still miss some, but I have a long list of movies, the most anticipated, all this other stuff. Um, I will I will check that out. Oh, by the way, uh, in the chat, Joshua mentioned Silent Sea. I watched this. Uh, this is subtitles. It has two of the same actors from Squid Game. Not okay. as good as Squid Game, but it was kind of cool. Basically... There's a water shortage on Earth, and they have to go to the moon and try to get like this shit there. So it's like a sci-fi type of joint. Not bad. Not bad. Not the best. Not the worst. But next week, 2022 movies. Um, you can rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on wherever you get your podcast. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as we inch ever so close to 1 million YouTube subscribers. Almost there. Uh Right, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>